This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, talkers. It is Thursday. Finally, one more day until Friday, which is always fun. Friday is the best day of the week. We've got Lori and Julia in here, and I think Lori's going to give us a little bit of her bowling night news. Yes? No? You guys, he is. Our team yes. is sitting second to the bottom. Last week. Oh, I was waiting for you to say yeah, yeah, yeah. our team is sitting right at second the top. Second to the bottom, Julia. So, right at the top. Last week, our team out of 26. Seven points took a lowly four. Last night, the team of Lori and Molly and Joe 2.0, that's Josie and Josie. Josie and the Josie. twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I only bowled my brain out one game, but everybody bowled their brains out. And yeah, we played like the team in fifth place and we took like 20. Four or twenty-three of the twenty-seven points. That's awesome. So, well what was done. your highest game last night? One fifty-six. All right, that's so. All right, so Lori yeah. is sitting across from us, mm-hmm. getting tanner every second mm-hmm. as she is waiting to leave. Aloha, a okay, Lori. So, where'd you go get your tan? Okay, Tell so everybody because this is you. Palm Beach tan. That's where I went before I went to Cancun. Holy tanorama, and it lasts. It lasts. It's good. You know, you don't get freaked out about being in the machine and, you know, having it's a really situation quick. like Ross had on Friends. Uh-huh. With the they, glowing teeth. Right. You know, the way right. you got to pose and stuff. So, you know, got to worry. You got to bend over a little bit if you want to get your moon. That's um, the area of the thigh between the thigh and the fanny. And the butt. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. I want to have it all the way around tan. Right. And sometimes when you stand up straight, everything else does it. But even when I was younger, you would get moons in we the did. tanning bed. We did. We used to get spray tan by Tara. But, Julia, let me get back to bowling and just you're, tell you're you something. You're just so tan. I know I am. It, right. it is getting darker by the minute. It, it is. is. It I is. It, dar- it tans up. It just gets bronzer <laughs> yeah. and bronzer, even though I went for the medium tan. And and my nephew that's staying at our house, he's, like, so excited to, you know, be playing house, house. with his girlfriend. Oh, 100%. How fun is that? Yeah. So, Casey gave him the lesson on... <laughs> The remote. Oh, not well, that he a- probably would have needed it, but sometimes you go to somebody you want to get yes. the TV figured out how to watch. He's like, "You guys have everything," and I'm like, "We literally you have every mm-hmm. streamer, every yeah. everything possible. We yeah. have to, you know." So anyway, so any last night I only got one lucky strike and one lucky spare, and when you get a lucky strike, you know what you got to do. Do the lucky strike pose. Yeah. Okay, Puff on an imaginary cigarette. Lori. Lucky strike. Does, what is a lucky strike? A lucky strike is just in a ball. Oh, it, it was fallen. a bad ball. Yeah. You're okay. lucky it went down. Okay. It just had, because there are many times when you're just robbed when the pin is wiggling. Sure, and you're so like, standing. 
but a lucky strike. I only got to light up two lucky strikes last <laughs> night. So luck, I was really having to be one with my pins. And then um, we have a deck of cards. I'm going to say these ladies are from the late 80s. Okay. A lot of Pamela Anderson and Tani Katan lookalikes in this deck of cards. Love it. But we have two penthouse cards that are real porny, and those are the uh, Jokers. Jokers. Thank you. I mean, seriously. And this one lady, uh, while we were, you know, commenting... um, You play poker, right? Yeah, we play poker. I mean, one lady, the picture of her boobs, she literally, because she had a tie-on in between her breasts, (laughs) it looked like she had a boob scarf on. (laughs) Wow. Like yep. that's, they were just so real and long, mm-hmm. you know, it looked like a scarf. Oh God. And uh, then, then I came, I can't, can't say we, but I came up with an assignment for, uh, oh, what Jackie Hoffman always uh, teases that her drag queen name is Consuelo Consuelo. Uh-huh. And uh, so, <laughs> do you like that? No, Grant, Consuelo, I love Consuelo. that, Grant, bring me up on StreamYard. I love that you can still make Grant, like, laugh at all your dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, this is, is a brand name? new audience. You're no, no. not even a year into but us listen yet. To this. So, <laughs> we decided name. we needed to just take a break from the news, but at one point, Putin and Ukraine, it did come up. And so, I told these guys, I described my honeypot scenario for taking him out, and I used... It could be Natasha Dostmiaf, Consuelo Consuelo, mm-hmm. Vagina Elastica, whatever the code name for the operation is, but it's a honeypot trap. So I have this theory because Putin is old, old guard KGB mm-hmm. yeah. and he trusts nobody, but he's got women and there's probably a main mistress and she has, maybe she's already been turned and the next time, because Pudi is so Mr. Macho Man with his uh, horseback and no shirt and posing with guns and telling people he's wrestled a polar bear. He's so super macho that I feel like in the bedroom, he's the guy, spank me, mommy, and, you know, grind your high heel into me. So I, <laughs> Where is this going? What, what are you so, even talking so about? The, con, the, 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 the Consuelo Consuelo honey trap is when Natasha... Tells Putty to get on his knees to do a certain something. There is a, there is a, there is a pill in the lotus that is going to make us somebody foam at the mouth. Okay. And one of the friends on my team said, that's a scene from the Kingsman. Is it? Is it already out there? It's been, I, I never saw that satire. Oh, the Kingsman? Yeah. Oh, they're good. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Not directly, but I think I know. Kind of. And I don't need more information. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I can tell you're in a vacation mode with no, this but, conversation but right Julia, now. Because seriously, we, anyone is driving in the car. I'm Julia, we all agreed it's brilliant. And I said, surely. So a woman's going to take him down. Is that uh, that's that what the you're saying? The Black Ops operation. Okay. A yeah. woman's going to take down Pooty. I mean, I'm all for it. This is, this is how it happens from watching, you know, I've watched right. the Americans and I've read all these books. Because he doesn't, just, certainly doesn't let, let any men get near him, so that, it's going to be a woman. The mistress. The Gosh, mistress who's been turned. They showed an old interview, like in 2002, mm-hmm. that Barbara Walters did with him and his wife. Oh, my God. And he said, she doesn't need to talk. Oh, yeah. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, no, I, no. I married a woman who just is a woman. Yeah. She's just a wife. She Which just she says it. nothing right. and has sex when you want to I, I and just, cooks I was and just never complains laughing about your hours. I'm like, yeah. oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. Well, I'm glad you came up with a good theory about how it's going to go down.
Uh, yeah, the honey. Sooner the better. The, the honey, honey trap. Honey trap. All right. Trap. I'm, okay. I'm, good. I'm all in. Okay. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Serious. I'm worried. We're yeah. giving away tickets to Waitress. Yeah. Uh, the Broadway show that's going to be at the Ordway starting next week. And it's for next Tuesday night later on our show today. Mm-hmm. We've got some fun guests today. Um, we've got to get to the story we can't get enough of. And I really just am trying to... I wish someone, I wish we could see faces of people listening to you <laughs> and just, I wish, I sometimes wish it was live the listener instead of live us. us yeah, we could see the listeners. If it was live reactions. the listener, so we could just see the reactions when you I come up with this stuff. I saw my bowling team's reaction to this. Okay. Was they, it like mine? Like, who are a you? A couple people were offended uh, and left. No, they weren't offended, but they were delightedly appalled i'll put it that way yeah yeah okay that is that's like a perfect t-shirt delightedly appalled Lori. we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us on this thursday march 3rd so julia this might put just a little step in your step today oh, because fun. okay well the oscars are at the end of march yes, which are. everyone is always happy when the end of march comes because march does feel like a terribly long month in the winter states and today abc announced their first round of presenters of oh. who will be coming out on stage presenting various gold statues okay. kevin costner Lovely. Finally, you know, he has not presented or been asked. You know, he feels like a little bit of an outsider in Hollywood because that guy wants to produce his own stuff. Yeah, he does. He wants to do yep. things the way he wants to do them. So Kevin Costner, which that it just means uh, everyone is like uh, Paramount, really with Yellowstone and 1883. I mean, you know, he's he's that little outsider. Do you know how much he's getting paid an episode? He started out getting five hundred thousand dollars per episode for Yellowstone. What's it up to year four? It was one point two. Yeah. They're talking about year five two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that little outsider is doing just fine. But I'm just saying like, he does know how to bring in audience, and he's charming. Charming. That's so a Kevin good. Costner, that's a good call. Okay. Zoe Kravitz, who was a delight on Jimmy Fallon's couch last night, right. absolutely delightful. The old, the young, the Batman. Okay. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. So, listen, you know, I'm glad about that because the red carpet goes crazy for her. Social media, it does make sense to ask her there. She's a former nominee. She's a winner for Best Song. She's an Oscar winner. Yeah, she's an Oscar winner. So it's totally appropriate, and I'm happy for Lady Gaga. Now, they can make me really happy and ask Jennifer Hudson, maybe in the second round. Maybe it'll be a Jennifer Hudson Sharon Stone and Pamela Anderson ticket for you. I would love if all three of those women were invited to present Oscars. Loyal um, to the end. But really, Sharon Maybe Stone Maybe Angelina Jolie could be with them, too. I would love that, too. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so it's Kevin Costner, Zoe Kravitz, Lady Gaga, Rosie Perez. Love. So great in The Flight, Flight Attendant. Attendant. And a long-overlooked actor, as far as I, we're concerned, Chris Rock. Love. He's coming here. Oh, gosh. Um, the best supporting actress who had the best speech at the Oscars last year from Minari, uh, Yu Jung Yong. Yes. Uh, who plays the grandmother. And she yes, had a hysterical darling. speech. A fan and favorite. Of course, 
Anyone who won last year is invited to present to the opposite category. So we're expecting Frances McDormand. Your favorite. To come out, is shuffling out in a bathrobe uh, no, made she'll by be Gucci. In, no, she'll be in Eileen um, Fisher, Fisher um, on some. She did wear designer last year, she but it did. was like a Valentino house coat or something like that. Listen. She wants to be comfortable and she refuses to wear Spanx. Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, love him. Mm-hmm. Director Chloe Zhao, who right. won uh, Best Director for Nomadland. And the real cool coup would be the surprise winner in the Best Actor category, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Because he hasn't been to the Oscars in quite a while. Do you and think he would come over here? He lives in oh, that's right. Malibu. And he came out with his perfume last year. He could, um, you know, yeah. pump that. And people love to see legends, okay? And now here is from Roger Freeman. The Oscars are in a kerfuffle right now. As they should be with eliminating the categories. They've eliminated five good categories. Yeah. Uh, well, you that's... Know. So that has happened. Now the show, the audience at the Dolby Theater will be seated at 4 o'clock an hour earlier than usual. During which is when the first eight awards would, you know, would be given. So the winner's speeches will be taped and spliced in those categories they're not airing, starting at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, because they want to make the show just three hours. So we're going to have some kind of editing Which is smart. Well, there's no word yet on whether the first hour will be live stream or shown on Disney+. Plus. But the guilds for the nominees in the eight categories are furious the nominees are disappointed, and there have been calls for boycotts. And this is makeup, costume, sound, film editing, all key parts of any movie. And so there's two schools of thought. One is it's Oscar who cares how long it runs, and the ratings won't improve either way. Well, this is a very, that right. But I do think if they're trying to make it more manageable, I mean, They've got to start trying to figure out how to keep the eyeballs on it, Lori. But it won't. It won't matter. Yeah, it won't matter. So why not? Why not keep the audience that you have that's happy and they like seeing the hair and makeup and you know we like. But I think what they're going to do, Lori, is if they're going to do it an hour earlier, they're going to not have to not say so and so, so and so, so and so, and so and so, and they'll just have the winning speech of the person that won. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, just I mean that at least is uh, one. I don't think that a half hour difference makes any difference to the audience that isn't watching it anyway. That's my point. They're not going to come because it's a half hour less. They're, the p- younger people will watch it streaming. On their phone. On their phone. While they're generally... watching a hockey game. Yeah, so that Not doesn't... baseball. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Why, why even think about that? So anyway, um, but the world is so crazy right now. Uh, maybe we just all need to take a deep breath about everything. But these guilds are quite upset about that. So anyway, the other thing, which I knew you would be loving to know, is that universe even got Tanner in the last five minutes. Huh? You're even Tanner. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Because I am not. I don't Gloria sit in the sun. I don't sit in the sun, you guys. Mm-mm. I know. I got my Panama Jack 50, my L'Oreal self tanners. I got my sunscreen, <laughs> my sand cloud. I'll be under an umbrella. I don't. She doesn't. I she'll don't. have a book in her nose. A nose in a book. My nose in a book. Okay. So Universal is apparently waiting for a final draft of the Madonna script, budget details, and the cast before it's officially green lit. And apparently Madonna and company are auditioning every young working actress in Hollywood. Haven't seen Lady Gaga's name, but that would be kind of epic since Madonna once called her reductive, but we right. know she's not getting There's offered. No so, And she, I don't think Lady Gaga would do it because she would know. I no, think the only people are going to do this is people who are super hungry, Lori, because... Well, let's see. Here's what. Right. So the first draft was written with... Uh, Diablo Cody, who quit. Now she's working with another screenwriter, this woman. Auditions are happening for the lucky actress who will have the right to play Madonna at, in the movie and be yelled at by Madonna during the filming. Well, that's what I was just going to say. And the sources sources say the process is as, just is grueling. The Hollywood Reporter says casting director Carmen Cuba is the one leading the search. What a great name. I love it. For the next Madonna. We talked about Florence Pugh, Julia Garner, Sydney Sweeney, Barbie Ferreira, the latter two from Euphoria, are in the running. I've read different things that Julia Garner has passed, or no, she hasn't. So who knows? The Hollywood Reporter also named for B.B. Rexa, because she can sing. Yeah. Um, a gal by the name of Alexa Demi, Emma Laird, Sky Ferreira, and Odessa Young. One rep said it is grueling because... It's an 11-hour uh, audition. You have to do choreographer. Oh. You have to oh, do the wow. sessions with, with Madonna's choreography. Then Demanding, you have to do reading with Madonna, and then you have to sing. And so then it's an you have to be willing to be well, pushed further than you ever would imagine. Listen, it's a coveted role because the biopic will get a lot of attention and yeah. it'll get yeah. a worldwide theatrical release. Absolutely. She Whatever. was a worldwide icon. Yeah, there so. you go. Anyway, it could jumpstart a career if you're a new person for sure. So we wow. will see. But yeah, can you imagine an 11-hour edition oh, no. dancing <laughs> and no. read with Madonna? Oh. A lot less things I would, a lot more things I'd rather not do in this world. But no yeah. kidding. <laughs> but if you're an actress, this is what you do. That's true. You got to do it. Well, let's take Right. Okay, so Julia. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Gail King sat down with Melinda French Gates, which is what she uh, styled herself yes. post-divorce. That is her maiden name. She gave, gave an interview to uh, CBS uh, Gail King today, and we were talking about it a little bit yesterday, and you were trying to understand why she was doing it. And we did, I think, find out why she was doing uh, this interview. And we just... Grant edited it down to where she talks about 
breaking up with Bill and the rumored affairs, talking about having a gajillion dollars and about the effect of Jeffrey Epstein on their relationship and had she met him. So we'll just let Grant start with the first one. We'll go with the affairs. Okay. After the news came out, it was revealed that uh, Bill Gates admitted that he had had an affair in the marriage. And at that time, did you think we're going to work through this? How did you handle something like that? Well, I certainly believe in forgiveness. Um, So I thought we had worked through some of that. It wasn't one moment or one specific thing that happened. There just came a point in time where there was enough there that I realized it just wasn't healthy and I couldn't trust what we had. There was one report that said it was multiple affairs. Do you care to say anything about that? You know, I think those are questions Bill needs to answer. Okay. 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 So she was going into, like, I believe in forgiveness. And then she said just kind of maybe there was just too much there and she couldn't trust him anymore. Okay. Yeah, you know, so she said nothing there. And if you remember correctly, when they announced the the divorce, she rented an island and all of her adult kids and their respective partners went to that island. And he was persona non grata. So, um, okay, then uh, the next... She also said, you know, she told Gail that she cried a lot of tears for many days, and then she also got angry. She said, as anyone knows, even if you both agree to a divorce, it's a grieving process. You're grieving something that you had and thought you would have for the rest of your life. So I thought that, of course, has never been a true statement. That's a very real feeling. So, um and uh, she's excited about what's going to come ahead is kind of how they wrapped up that whole yeah, she's ready okay. to maybe think about dating. Yeah, and- she did say that. And then she did also mention that when she asked, so are you guys friends? She said, I wouldn't use the word friends. I would consider us friendly, friendly. not friends. He's, he can earn that back, she said. Mm-hmm. But um, so it seems like she's ready to heal. Yeah, she yeah. Is, it was yeah. very fair. Then now here she is to talk about talking about money. Okay. Melinda French Gates says she'll keep working with her former husband at the Gates Foundation, which they co-founded together more than 20 years ago, as she works to grow her own company, Pivotal Ventures, where she's focused on funding projects that empower women. You are the recipients and the winners of a $10 million Equality Can't Wait grant. And for French Gates, philanthropy is paramount. She started the Giving Pledge with Bill Gates and Warren Buffett back in 2010 was a call to arms for the world's wealthiest to give away a majority of their worth. In her latest Giving Pledge letter, she writes this, Giving away money your family will never need is not an especially noble act. You appear to be putting, as the kids of today say, rich people on blast. (laughs) Because you said, I recognize the absurdity of so much wealth being concentrated in the hands of one person. I believe the only responsible thing to do with a fortune is to give it away. Were you challenging other billionaires? Well, I do believe that if you are lucky enough to be a billionaire, believe me, you can give away half of it and not change your life. And we should. We should have a society where if for whatever reason wealth is in your hands, you you put it back in society so that you change and you lift up others. But I also like, too, in the letter you point out, and you want to do more than just write checks. Oh, yeah. That's not good enough for you just to write a check. Not for me. Now, some people do that. There's lots of ways to do philanthropy, and 
that's great. But I, I need to see it and feel it. Like I cannot wait till this summer where I feel like I can probably go back to several African countries and it won't be, COVID will hopefully be enough behind us that it won't be disruptive. I wanna be out talking to people. I wanna see the work because it's in seeing and listening. We have to listen to people. They have their own solutions in their community. And if we listen, sometimes it's just a matter of saying, oh my gosh, okay, they've got the way to keep the water clean. Let's just fund what they know will work. So, I mean, that, yeah. that is a but great answer. But that is true. If, what's the difference between $5 billion and $10 billion? A billion you is You won't even so, notice it. Right, right. so much. And, of course, the badass divorcee of all is Mackenzie Scott, who was clearly the wrong woman with Jeff Bezos and Amazon, didn't give one interview and just started giving away billions and billions of dollars. No, I mean, she yep. is like the gold standard. Right. So, you know, we'll see how Melinda does, but I like, I well, loved the, what she the, said. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they eradicated malaria. I mean, they've been yes. doing this for 25 plus years. Yes, yes, you're right about that. Then uh, the last one was because that was one of the other things was in May of 2021 when they announced that they were splitting up after 27 years, you know, the, the affair the multiple accusations about inappropriate behavior and that he pursued actively women that worked there and also his over 10 year year association with Jeffrey Epstein. So here's what Melinda says about that. You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a, a friendship or business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the in the divorce at all in this process? Yeah, as I said, it's not one thing. It was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him? I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And... Um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So, you know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It's awful. You felt that the moment you walked in. I didn't he realize was awful. that. Yeah. And you shared that with Bill and he still continued to spend time with him? Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was, those are for Bill to answer. Okay. But I made it very clear how I felt about him. Mm-hmm. Now, in a statement to CBS News, Bill Gates said, meeting with Epstein was a mistake that I regret deeply. It was a substantial error in judgment. And and he did. And and like you said, you know, Epstein was... His web of powerful men that, that he, he would go out and pursue and bring in. Yeah. For financial advice. Right. I mean, look at the guy that owns a Victoria's Secret. He was Les Wexner. I mean, millions of dollars. Scammed. Politicians, yep. you know, whether Clinton, Trump. I mean, there wasn't anyone that he wouldn't try and get in his circle because he... That very first blessing from Wexner, the Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. guy, opened so many doors. He might have be the ultimate scam artist as well as sexual Epstein, predator. Yeah. Epstein was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his close associate, you know, died 
yes. by suicide in France in a jail cell. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that recent? That was recent. Yeah, yes. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. This is so. And Ghislaine Woo! Maxwell is going to get a new trial. <laughs> and I am suspicious of the fact that I wouldn't be surprised if somehow if this guy got on the jury, got on the jury and. With all the right answers, and it was a gamble. Again, too many shows. But got him and then gave the interview, because he was the only one who gave an interview, and then dropped the thing, oh, and by the way, I was sexually abused when I was a kid, which was one of the, uh, what do they call it? Um, Wad deer questions. Okay, yes. When they're selecting mm-hmm. uh, your, your, your juries. Um, your juries. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because they would say, we don't want anyone who suffered sexual abuse. So right. he's the only one afterwards who gives an yes. interview and then, and then drops he, that. And then right. she gets a new trial. That is something, Lori. Raising my eyebrow if I could. There's maybe a little little Botox in there. And it's not giving me my <laughs> one eyebrowed look. But you You've know. never been able to do it anyway. Have I'm you, a better she winker. Can wink. Lori, I, can I knew wink. she was going to say yeah. that. I knew that That's was all I that. can do. I can wink. But that is so <laughs> suspicious, isn't it? Just, just beyond. I mean, come she on. is going to get mm-hmm. a new trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and he's the only one who gives an interview, and then he says that, and right. then, oh yeah, oh I lied during Wad Deer. I think that's how you say it. I don't right, spell it. He, right, it, it, Lori, you're so right. Anyway, but it yeah. was it was a really she, it good was interview. Compelling. It I was, watched yeah. it. I watched it. You know, yesterday I kind of said, why does she need to do this? And I guess we all get a voice. I think what I took away from it is that she really likes to do and she uses her money for good. And they that foundation always has. Yeah. And so she wants to get back into the doing. And, um, and in two years, they'll decide if they go their separate ways right. on the foundation. But, you know, I think I she, think she's proud of their work together, though. Yeah, I got that from so. it, too. You very know, we've so. done a lot of good work. And I liked when she pointed out, you know. Just because you you have all this money doesn't mean that it isn't a painful thing. Because she told Gail, when I the day I married Bill, and they showed their wedding picture, and yeah. they just looked so happy. And you know, she said, "I thought I was going to, you know, till the rocking chair days, mm-hmm. and I just had no idea that that would happen." And she said, "And I think for a lot of people, you know, that does happen, yeah. and you will pick yourself up eventually, but it's hard." Yeah, and I, th- it was hard. I think her telling this and getting this out there is a way for her to move on. And she didn't sound real bitter. bitter. You know, she said he can answer those questions yeah. for himself. Which we you are- know her publicists that like they do oh, yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The, oh, that's yeah. the way to answer that Best one. Best way to answer mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, All right. So. Listen, when we come back, there is a sold out show at First Avenue tonight. And we also have a possible 90s nostalgia hit from New Kids on the Block featuring our roster of stars. We'll be right back. Face Lounge. It is by a band called Wet Leg. We listened to them last week. Last Friday, Rocco brought it to us. I've listened to every song of theirs that's available. Uh, but Wet Leg, so they're at First Avenue tonight. It's a sold-out show. It, originally, they were booked at the Amsterdam. It was too, like it sold out like in a nanosecond. I think so, Rocco's going, isn't he? No, but he oh. he thought he that we would like going to this. Oh, so, okay. So wet leg there. It's these two gals who met at the Isle of Wight College, and the Isle of Wight is off of the coast of England. Yes, and they were friends for ten years, and they became a musical duo in 2019 under the name Wet Leg. And if you ask me, 
What is wet leg? Wet leg. It's British slang. I'm sure. Do I want to know? <laughs> yes. I, I feel like. No, because like. They give, you laugh. But after you, today's show so far, oh, I don't know what else we can learn. Oh, Phillips. <laughs> no. Oh, Prince Andrew. Stop being a wet leg. And a wet leg means a self-pitying person. Is oh, the British okay. slang. All Stop right. being a wet leg. I like right. it. Okay. Feeling sorry for yourself. So that's what it means. And they came, they went viral in 2021, like last summer when Chase Lounge became a viral hit. And it was on TikTok and everything else. And the the ladies are uh, 28 and 27. And they are on a U.S. tour right now. And they released, uh, uh, the other song is Wet Dream, which is also really good. So Chase found, and both of them got like, you know, huge airplay. And now they're selling out uh, First Avenue size places in the Milwaukee Journal where they played yesterday said, get ready to be talking about the indie band that everybody's going to be talking about by the end of the year. Wet Leg. Oh, their name is Wet Leg. Wet Leg is the name of the band. Chase Lounge is the name of the, the great rocker song. Like if you were in your car with kids, you put on that song and everybody drums. Okay. Everybody air drums to that song. There you go. You know, I, I, it, you can do sim. I mean, you're like doing some furious drumming there, but they're just a two person group. Yeah. Very, uh, totally interesting. fun. Yeah. Totally fun. Okay. So that's wet leg. They're at first Avenue. We're jealous of everybody who's going. We're also jealous of everyone who's got invited that, uh, we don't know to Wait, Elton John's party. Okay. But first of all, <laughs> first of all, Grant, I just have to tell you. So Holly finally pops her head in here and, there's emails going back and forth between Lori and Holly. And Lori's like, is Holly inviting me to some really fun, cool event? Because she kept just bugging me? me about a clean feed invitation. I thought, <laughs> I wonder what kind of party that is. Okay, it, that is apparently what we call the link for when I do a broadcast yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, I know. I and thought it was like, an invitation to a Julia, party. No, I'm getting invited we, to something you aren't. Yeah, we got a clean feed right over here. Well, I finally <laughs> sent her a note and I said, Holly, I can't find this invitation, but I'm dying to know what kind of party it is. What's the dress code? And you just had a meeting about this clean feed yesterday that word you know <laughs> this is okay so you, this is now you know why i've been nervous to go <laughs> this is it that's right why you got here. engineer casey with you so. that's oh right oh my gosh i just think oh, it's so funny thank you for All pointing right. that out that was great oh gosh <laughs> so another party we're not going to yeah. elton john's <laughs> annual oscar gala oh right guess who he's got three people who are co-hosting okay dua lipa no Oh. Lady Gaga, okay. Billy Porter, fun. and Eric McCormick hmm. from Will and Grace. I, oh, how fun. Just Eric to, will be fun. Yeah, yeah, Porter will get the Broadway crowd, uh, Gaga will bring out the music and movie crowd, and Brandy Gar- Carlisle is performing, and Elton's husband, David Furnish, is the overall MC. Yeah, and what's Eric McCormick going to bring? The uh, people who miss Will and Grace. He's good. Yeah, he just, I guess, is really like quite. I guess he does like this kind of stuff in Hollywood, and he's quite good at it. He's so dapper and funny. Oh yeah, and he's a good straight man, yep. funny man to play off of. So anyway, so that's happening, and then a little slice of late eighties, early nineties. Because oh, this is aren't fun. the new kids on the block touring this summer? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're okay. coming to excel. That's right, and they have a new single. We posted the video. Okay, the video is, is retro. It is so packed with all star nostalgia. Another than 
Rick Roller himself, Rick Astley is in yes. it. Yes. Salt and Peppa. That was the name of my tennis duo. Salt, Salt and Peppa. And En <laughs> Vogue are all singing about the good old days 30 years ago. And the song is called Bring Back the Time. And this is the beginning. And then I'm going to bring you guys up to the Salt and Pepper part. Okay. So this is kind of just how it all starts out. It's real all right. fun. Okay. I like it. It's number two on iTunes right now. And it, it is funny because like in the 70s. Bring Back the Time. Nostalgia for the 50s. Then yes. in the 60s, you know. For the 80s, for the 60s, you know, you always have this. And so now it's time for, you know, 1989, 1990 nostalgia. And that song. 90s are the biggest. That's why they're doing the, they're doing a a reboot of that. It's going to be called that 90s show now with Rick and Kitty. Yeah, they're bringing back Rick and Kitty. Both are going to be starring in it and they're going to be taking care of their grandkids in Point Place, Wisconsin. It's going to be called that 90s show. That 90s show. Okay, that's so funny. The 90s are in right now. That is. Well, it is because this is the. Remember, it all started with Hootie Fest. Right. Didn't it all start I mean, the, the 70s, 90s came back yeah. for the, you know, the 90s yeah. kids. So it's just a, but anyway, yeah, it is called uh, Bring Back the Time if you want to watch the video. It's fun. Super fun video. Super, super good. Uh, Dolly Parton has teamed up with 1-800-Flowers. So she's got an album, her book with James Patterson coming she's out hosting, tomorrow. She's uh, um, Country Music Awards coming up. People are so excited about her. Country yes. musicians mm-hmm. are so excited about her hosting this. Yeah, Dolly's Yellow Rose Bouquet and the Rosé, the Roses of Many Colors, starting at thirty nine ninety nine. Just you didn't know, she have like, the baking thing too? Not too long ago, she is selling that herself. That is coming out nationally, like in a couple of weeks. Oh, that Duncan okay. Hines, her, nice Duncan Hines. Yes, that's it. She's brought she, her you're cake, right. banana cake, yeah, she's banana cream it. cake, or okay. cake with banana cream frosting. Oh, oh no, that's a, oh, oh, that's we are good. banana. We, <laughs> we love the our banana. banana. Uh, Lizzo is the cover of People magazine, uh, and this she's week. also a billboard on St. Clair Avenue. Okay, I was getting off today on. Um, 35 when it cuts through and slows down from 94 to the real 35E. And I get off on St. Clair Avenue to take a left to meet you at Every. And right there is Lizzo. Oh, really? On a billboard. Oh, my gosh. Like, What's it, what was it for? Um, what did it say? Her, her show about casting the backup oh, dancers for yes. her concert tour. Yes. And um, she just looks, it just was so fun just seeing her right there. Yeah. And maybe that's another reason why she's doing this uh, interview because that show must be coming yes. out pretty soon. But it's a really great uh, interview. She says the quote, um, she said, um, she said, I may not be someone else's uh, ideal body type, but... What I'm doing is stepping into my confidence and my power to create my own beauty standard. And one day that'll just be another, that'll be the standard. Yeah. So I like she, that, you know, she she's makes that it. point. Yeah. Yeah. And she confidence wanna, is your best friend, it darling. It certainly is. That don't worry about uh, everything else. Put on your confidence first and foremost. <laughs> we'll be right back.